You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are broadcasting from 125th Street in New York City. Actually, no, we're not. It's just episode 125. So, <laughs> anyway, episode 125, December 3rd, 2022. Gentlemen, my best friends, how the hell are you? Doing good. What's well, what's 125th Street in New York City like? That's where East or West starts, I think. East or West? Oh, I'm kind of, I'm kind I, of I, east I side. Know. I'm lazy. I'm not. I'm not going to uh, the other <laughs> side of the park. <laughs> Well, the east side is Spanish Harlem, I think. I think it's part of Spanish Harlem. And then okay. the west side is regular Harlem. And then it goes into, what is it? Um, I forgot. It's close to, uh, the, what's the college up there? Columbia. Columbia, yeah. Yeah. So, is the, well, does the park go up that, no. that many streets? 103rd. No. It goes so why do, you, why do you say east or west if there's no park? It's never east of the Because there's park. still a Fifth Avenue that divides... Yeah. That's oh, that's wider. the dividing line. I thought it was, yeah. I, I live on Central Park West or Central Park East no. or some shit like that. There is no. no Central Park East. What is it? Just run into the water? It, there? It's, it's called Fifth Avenue. It's called Fifth Avenue, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, shows you what I know. <clears throat> but. Uh, I'd like a slice of pizza. But the right Harlem, Harlem isn't the Harlem that we watched as kids in the 70s on crime movies and the French Connection mm. and all that shit, right? No, Harlem isn't now. like that anymore. No, no, it's it, we it's, can't afford it. Let's put it. It's that rather way. happening. Yeah, yeah. It's, a friend it's, of mine bought a place there. Yeah, wow. Yeah. What is, well, is, 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 is that where where JJ was in uh, Good Times? You know, Dynamite. Is that where he lived, Harlem? <laughs> I don't know. I think he was on a soundstage in Burbank. <laughs> J- J- <laughs> oh, okay. I think that's where that was. Yeah. No, I don't remember JJ. I mean, you know, that's. I mean, that's my. Like, I still. I have this limited, you know, view of New York. I don't even know if Good Times took place in New York City. Could have been. Could might not city. have been. Could have been yeah. Philly or yeah. Yeah. I'll have to <clears> make <throat> that up now. But um, yeah, um, it's so funny. I, I got humbled the other day. Um, in, in so many ways, when we were talking about these funny, John, you talk about what we remember and everything. I was at work and I, you know, and I work in the entertainment industry, whatever, and a bunch of young people. And I was talking to um, another uh, colleague of mine, you know, not old, but certainly not 22. And we were talking and I, I asked a group of the young assistants and I said, how many people here know who Meg Ryan are, who Meg Ryan is? blank stares are you oh. kidding me wow and then and then my 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 colleague said you know um oh uh god i'm blanking on his name now but uh anyway he goes he goes no no really he, uh, and he's jonathan was his name jonathan he was really and he looked at all these kids he goes meg ryan everybody let's think about this now let me give you a good one right and then one kid goes uh yeah I, wasn't she in that one top gun movie <laughs> Like, which is, by the way, is not a, one of her big roles, right? It was early in her career, but you know, Wait, and she like, wasn't in Top Gun. That was Kelly. Uh, no, 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 that she, Kelly McGillis. She, she was uh, Goose's girlfriend. She stole oh, yes. the scene, and that's what made her. Ah, yeah. that's star. right. She was, she was the guy's wife that died. Right. She said, yeah. "Take me to bed," and she's drunk and crying, and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, um, but it's and then finally we called out some you know names of movies and stuff like you know when Harry met Sally and 
Um, geez, I mean, what else? I said the doors you got moving. mail. Yeah, no, didn't geez, this is humbling. And you know, and there was another agent standing there and said, you know, and then of course they go, oh, and when they show a picture, oh yeah, I've seen her, right? And I go, okay, good. But the point was, and then the other agent said, well, wait a minute, guys, you know, to us older guys said, if you would have been twenty two years old, right, and you somebody would have said, hey, who's Julie Christie, right? And I would have said, and I said, well, there is that scene in Shampoo, but uh, you wouldn't have known who that is. And I said, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't just, I don't agree with that because I think we did have a little bit because it was, there was less to know. Right. Yeah. I yeah. There was only, have, there was only three channels and there was only, you know, the local movie theater and there yeah. were old movies, right? You might not have known, you might not have known Myrna Loy. But no, you, I wouldn't. But but when I was 22, I knew who Julie Christie was. Yeah. Or I knew who Myrna Loy was at 22. Of course, we were yeah. in the business. But so were these kids. That's what I don't understand. So I was like, oh, I guess they they don't look back. You know, they only look at wow. what's current. Right. And, it, and and then the other guy, the agent. They can said, tell you all about Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. And the other agent said, well, when's the last time Julie or I mean, Meg Ryan was in a movie, movie of significance in the last 10, 15, 20 years? And I'm like, no, you're kind of right, you know, but still, I mean, she was, you know, I didn't even bring up Deborah Winger. I mean, these people were Oscar nominees, you know, multiple times. Right. And what's her name? You know, Um, it's funny because they just I mean, if you don't, you know, kind of keep current, I guess you're bad. But if you don't look back, you're you're it was just very humbling. And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking old. I'm old. And oh, fuck. That's why I got to worry about, you know. Oh, hey, John, uh, how you feeling? You know, the, the, you, oh, you're, yeah. you're, 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 you know, uh, I'm better. I'm, I, sur- I survived Corona. Yeah. It was yeah. my, it was my Thanksgiving gift. I spent it uh, in quarantine. So, oh, yeah. wow. That's Hooray. sad. Rona came a knocking. Yeah. yeah. So, Kelly, so, so, you're, you're, you're still a virgin on this. I know. You know, still, you, you yeah. I'm not going to get cocky about it. But so far, so good. I, I will. I will say that it it does after you survive it, you know. And hopefully, everybody does. You do kind of have a different feeling about it, you know. And, but that's interesting. Tell me, you guys, what as you've had it? Mm-hmm. I feel like what's what's different? I feel like it didn't it didn't kill me, so I'm not, you know. You know, it's it's like it's like the flu. You don't. I mean, it's not like the flu, but you know, you don't want to get the flu. But if you get the flu, you have an expectation that you will recover from the flu. And this, yeah. you know, this early on was like, you know, remember those first months when we were bleaching our yes. Amazon delivery groceries and wearing gloves everywhere. Whatever. I don't. I don't. Uh, you know, I have. I have kind of been feeling less and less concerned about it. And I guess that's why I would go to an Elton John concert and not wear a mask <laughs> and get Corona. Yeah. I mean, you know, no, nobody else I was with had it. So maybe, maybe it wasn't that, or maybe it was just the guy I was standing next to in the men's room at the mm-hmm. Elton John concert. But, um, for 35 yeah, I'm not, minutes. Yeah. I'm not so, I'm not so worried about it. I mean, I'm still going to wear a mask on a plane and that kind of thing. But if I, go into Hobby Lobby and left my mask in the car, you know, fuck it. Yep. That kind of thing. So until, the, until, a, yeah, until a new variant comes on that, you know, well, makes your balls fall off or something like that, you know, worry well, about I'm that. checking daily on that because, you know, that's, the, you know, John, we were talking briefly about this last night. 
is that, you know, unlike the flu, right? You get it, you, you know, you, you don't want it, but you know, you're going to get over it and stuff. When I, when I remember when I had it, I'm like, okay, I don't think I'm going to die, but what is going to, what's going to be my long-term COVID effects? That's yeah. what I'm right. Yeah. Like, you know, is my, are my balls going to fall off or whatever and that kind of shit, mm-hmm. you know? And I still think about that now, you know, I get a pain or something or I get a yeah. little more winded or, you know, something aches that didn't before, you know, that or your kind of ball, stuff. Your, or your balls lose their sense of smell, things like that. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. Well, they, they well, got that back now, which is great. It's which, their sense of touch is not working, isn't it? Just it just went up. It's done. It's Doc, gone. are you are you handling anything down there? But you know, I I do get I do get well, not so much not so much now, but like last week, I you know I was a little tired when you go upstairs or walk around the block, take the dog. Yeah. You know, for oh, walk, really? You know, I would just oh, be yeah. like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm tired. Not like I couldn't get a breath. Yeah. You know, like you know lung oxygen tired just like oh i'm tired yeah that 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 was a big one for me Mm -hmm. too john is that even even a month after i had it right i was like why am i so tired i didn't work that hard today or i didn't you know yeah and it finally came back i don't have it now knock on wood right right? Mm -hmm. um so but i do think about that you know what's interesting is how um i i i'm surprised i used to always wonder how like i'd see um because us guys I've never gone through a national trauma, really. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a big war. <clears throat> so I used to always wonder about, uh, like I'd see documentaries of the Blitzkrieg in London and stuff. And how, and, and people would like, oh, we're going to move on and gonna clean this up. And I think, how do you go on after something like that? And by golly, we do, don't we, as humans? Like, you look at this COVID thing. My God, you know, a million Americans died, mm-hmm. and 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 everybody. I don't. In the world. I, and and I don't think about it all day. So we do kind of we grieve or we whatever, and then we we heal and we move on. I've proven it to myself, is what I'm saying. You know, I got a question. Uh, uh, another thing, I was talking to a, another young colleague. She was twenty. She's twenty years old. And we were talking about it. A new colleague to me, and we were talking about. So I don't know how we got on the subject. And we were, I think we were talking about careers and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, she said, you know, I, I, we were talking and I asked her, I said, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I said, because everybody comes in here, they're either 22 to 30. And they all look the same to me. And she goes, well, she goes, technically, you know, she goes, I'm 28. She goes, but I, I tell people. I can play 15. <laughs> no, <laughs> I use that. I can play with. <laughs> um, I, anyway, I. She said, I tell people I'm 20, I mean, I'm 28, but I, she goes, I tell people I've, I, I look at myself as a 26 year old because I've lost two years of my life, my career, everything, oh, wow. everything was put on hold for me, you know? Um, yeah. And for everybody. And I said, that is because I never, I never thought that one, because knock on wood, I, my job continued, right? My salary continued. I didn't work as much or as often, you know, on site, but but, it, you know, and I thought about our kids, too, you know, they all kind of they had two years. And, and why I think in this, Cal, is you bring it up because <clears throat> they went through this world tragedy, this world event. And they did. They didn't they couldn't do things that they had been doing all of their life and other things they were looking forward to do. Right. For two years, they couldn't move to a new city. They couldn't do this. They couldn't go out to hang out in bars with their friends or whatever. 
And I think that's different because you were, we've all had that. We didn't, yeah. our two years that we lost basically was what we're doing now. We, you know, we didn't, uh, we weren't looking for the next thing in our lives, basically. That's what I'm, you know, and I said, wow, that's really interesting. And I, there was a little bit of sadness and melancholy and, and just, you know, what's the word, uh, you know, a little bit of damage, you know what I mean? Like you've been through something and I will never, and no matter whatever happens in my life, I will always have this period in my life that I've lost, right? I will never get that time back on mm -hmm. that and those, mm -hmm. those opportunities, you know, and that's interesting. I think that's a, that's a whole nother kind of mental aspect of this, you know, the stupid pandemic thing that happened that, you know, that we all, like you said, got through it, knock on wood, if you didn't get sick and die. What yeah, happened? I mean, I guess if you're if you're young well, and you're Kelly, we lost coming, you. He, Kelly, I don't hear you. Uh, he's um. Can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, I, I, because we're we're. Uh... Oh, never mind. It's gone. My head's gone. Never mind. Man, uh, <laughs> I was gonna see, say though. See, know, weed the... is harmless. Come on. Yeah, you the... need COVID to straighten you out. Um, <laughs> the young people that are trying to, you know, do something with their career or, you know, have this misguided thought that companies care about you and want to, you know, progress you in your, your life and buy a house one day and crazy shit like that. Um, yeah, I, I get it. They've lost kind of stuff, but me and you're old as I am, you, you're just coasting, you know, I don't, you know, yeah. what's, what's left for me work-wise, right? I'm, I'm focusing on not work wise. What can I do that's fun and entertaining? Working, working for the man. I don't do that. But yeah. um, yeah. If I were if I were twenty eight, trying to get a job and everything was shut down and I was, you know, stuck. Yeah, that I guess that would suck. and overpaid for an education. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that's the. I mean that's the thing, right? That you know? bites. Jeez. I mean, what if you? I guess what did what did kids in medical school do? Right. If you were, I mean, I guess they just masked up and covered themselves in trash bags and went and operated on people. But well, maybe know, they actually that, got that would be, I mean, they got to work like eight years to graduate. Do they have to do 10 years now? Yeah. Know. But maybe this COVID actually, in some cases, maybe made them better doctors or made them, you know, better, you know, uh, technicians or whatever they're doing because, mm -hmm. you know, there were so many more patients about mostly COVID, but you still had, you still had your heart condition people and your cancer people and all that. So yeah. I don't well, know. Maybe... And I guess you, you see doctors going, well, shit, I don't, this person's going to die. I don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, early, early days of COVID, you know, the doctors are, are the ones that are like, well, I'm going to prescribe you some Ziljans and some Niflaflax <laughs> and that'll take care of it, but you'll have bloody diarrhea, you know, and okay, next. And now they're like, shit, people are, people are going on ventilators and dying. And I don't have any idea what How to, to stop. Maybe, it. yeah. maybe it's a little, you know, a little humbling that they could use. I always thought that I would be great working at a top medical school, just putting young doctors in their place. You know, you think, you know, everything, <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> Welcome to there are class. There are entire episodes of ER and Grey's Anatomy about that. Yeah. Um, well, but but you know what? Some... In Grey's Anatomy, they never fucking learn that lesson. <laughs> you know, no, they just—I know—they don't learn. And then, on, and then they settle the whole thing by going, "Well, let's go in that that linen closet and fuck," and that's what they do. Yeah, that's no, all I, mean, I see on Grey's Anatomy. I don't. I don't. Well, really you got to wait till you get to season twelve. Then they solve everything. Then they become really good fucking people and really good doctors, right? Mm, I don't. I, I can't. I could. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Know. I don't understand what what seasons mean anymore, right? I mean, you have like. 
this show that started in 2010 is now in its 30th season. Like, no, no, it's not. Are you just saying that 10 episodes is a season and you have three seasons a year? I mean, they just they just make shit up now. Nothing. See, well, if that's matters. the case, it's, just, it's Netflix. This podcast, this podcast, right? 125 episodes. One season. <laughs> well, we're in two seasons, right? But if you did it traditionally, if it's 13 or 26 episodes, I mean, what are we in? Season 28? I mean, mm, we're, we're in we're in syndication, range. baby. We're we got over a hundred. We can we can sell it to WGN. <laughs> we're the longest. You know what? I'm going to tell people that go, How, "How's your podcast?" Well, it's one of the longest running podcasts. You know, we're 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 about 15 seasons in. You know, let's wow. just say Joe Rogan can suck my dick, <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even an Englishman. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, Joe Irish. Rogan. Joe Rogan might have more <laughs> listeners, but he he doesn't have anything on us. Yeah, no. yeah, come on. Better guests. Uh, well, I mean, we don't really have many guests at all, but I mean, I we haven't asked those people. Do How I do you know? His? Yeah, shit. <laughs> How do you he's know? Like, he's got he's got like Da Vinci on there. Yeah. Well, yeah. when I painted that, I you know, was tired, and it. Yeah. Then they yeah. then they smoke some weed on on camera. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's gonna have to... Hitler. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Hitler uh, and 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 yay. Yeah. Um, I, but I was going, but going back to the doctors, I wonder if these young doctors that that uh, sp, you know sprouted into their residencies during COVID, that must be kind of interesting because they that could be the very worst thing they experience in their whole career. Yeah. And, and what would that what would that be? What, what kind, would you be a different doctor if your first thing out of the fucking gate is a pandemic? Yeah, I think you would. I think you'd maybe I, yeah. I think it would be humbling because I think the doctors kind of go through this this hazing, right? So you go to medical school that sucks, it's hard to get in, it's expensive, you're cutting up dead people. There's nothing 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 fun about that. Then you go into your your internships, residencies, you know, all those kind of things, and and you gotta work thirty six hour shifts, you know, yeah. and and yeah. just because everybody else did. So that, you know, it's like totally illegal but 100 percent what they do and yeah. then you're you know buying into a practice or you know leveraging you know even more debt to start being a doctor and then you're faced with medicare and payments and everything's and shit. medical insurance you have to buy uh yeah you your, have your to, yeah, mal malpractice, malpractice insurance yeah, yeah malpractice insurance and the insurance companies for the patients you know you're billing 200 dollars and you get 22 dollars you know and, and then you know my my dad is a retired doctor, and one of the things he did after he stopped doctoring is he worked for the hospital corporation. And he said that tons of doctors would come in just, you know, exhausted, in tears, whatever it was, because they've got to they've got to see so many patients a day, or they'll have their hospital privileges revoked. And kidding. yeah, so you've you know that's the reason they spend thirty seconds with you because they have to see you know however many patients and they have to do their surgeries and they have to do rounds and check on patients that are in the hospital and they have all these rules that these you know corporate turds have you know kind of come up with and so the doctors are like I am not able to give people the care they need because there's all these things and then after I finish my day I've got to do all my charts so they've got to write down you know patient number whatever so they're taking these notes you know, and nobody else can do and can do it for them. You can't have a really someone type stuff up because you are responsible for it. So if you just had someone shadowed you and, and took, yeah, and took <laughs> notes, but they did made a typo and 
you know, they said Zeljans instead of Ziljans or whatever, then um, yeah, you're you're yeah, responsible for it. It's life and death kind of yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's all it's it's awful. I didn't want to be a doctor because I don't like the lighting in hospitals. Yeah, great. Because you don't because you it's don't look lighting. good in it. I, I don't look good in it. It's kind of depressing, you know. I was it, I was supposed to work outside. That was my that was my high school aptitude. You know, go be a forest ranger or a PE teacher, things like that. And crossing I, guard, I, I'd be good at that. And I didn't follow any of that because it wasn't what I was supposed to do. But looking back, man, I would have been. I'd be a great forest ranger if I knew anything about the forest or rangers. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so give, give a tour. You know, yeah, yeah, Grand Canyon. Yeah, you'd be broke, but you wouldn't. You know. You don't make any money. I'd be, li- I'd be living in a van, and they'd give me the uni- what? What do I need? I got a uniform. I got the hat. I'm in a national park. You could pull that hat off better than, and probably better than anybody I oh, know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a. That's a. It's a. No, it's I'm a sharp serious. Hat. No, no. Campaign hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're you're a good hat guy. John, yeah, John's yeah, a good hat guy. But yeah, you know, yeah. it comes with not having any hair. That's the secret. No, no. It's the it's it's the whole thing. It's not just the hair. It's the it's the mm, you know yeah. frame everything. Mm, okay. All right. Well, I should get I should get one of those like a Boy Scoutmaster hat and just wear it around and see what people think. Yeah, just don't wear too too many schools. People, you know the best the best hat. You remember Rat Patrol that TV show? Rat Patrol, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, like North Northern Africa. They're driving that kind of half track thing around, and one of the guys was Australian, and he had the like cowboy hat, but half of it's kind of yeah up there. That was some cool shit. Rat Patrol was I remember that. Yeah, that was a great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were always they were always after that one German guy and they're you know just driving around in the sand and stuff. Yeah, it was fun. Cool, yeah, cool, cool rides, cool weapons, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anytime you have a truck that has a gun on the back of it, that's that you gotta get those, right? Because oh, yeah. now that's those are standard, you know, issue in Alabama, I think now or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, that's right. F-150s come with them. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I, mean, I was thinking another, uh, just off the top of my head about, you know, we're talking about, you know, young people and COVID and stuff. I was talking to another young kid, you know, and I said, what do you want to do? And he's in the sports division and, and we, I don't know how I got into it. He said, you know, I would, I just want to, you know, bacon. I, he goes, I want to be rich enough where I can travel. And I said, let me ask you something. You're 23 years old. You have no wife, no kids, no apartment, right? You know, I mean, no, um, no mortgage, right? I said, why don't you travel now? Right. I said, you know, you make make enough money to just live, you know, and go get yourself buy a VW van, you know, when you get to Europe and just tool around. Right. I said, you could probably make a little bit of money on the Internet now. You know, you kids and your skill sets, you know, remote skill sets, only fans, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I said, do it now. I said, I'm I'm, I'm at this point now where I, I want to travel, but, you know, my back hurts and it's, you know, and then I want to sleep, you know, and all that stuff. I said, I, I I think you guys, you kids are, you know, you can always come back to work here. You can always go get a job. Right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, I know, I know. But I don't, you know, I said, no, you don't want to lose your place, do you? I said, you don't want to lose your place in the company line. You think if I do another year or two years, you know, I'm going to be you know, representing these people and I'm going to be making some money. And I guarantee you, I said, I'm, you're going to be 45 years old and you're going, what the hell happened in the last 20 years? And you won't, you know, the only place you're traveling is to, you know you know, baseball camps or whatever, whatever division he's in, you know, and what have you. So that's so sad that you, that you nice mustache. Yeah. It's so sad that you, you know, you're 23, 25, that kind of stuff. And you're worried about your career 
yeah. trajectory so much. But what you want, I said, what do you really want to do? And he goes, I want to make enough money where I can travel. And I'm like, you can do that now. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're going to go to Four Seasons every, every you know, all I want to go to Four Seasons in Paris and in Berlin. And I'm like, no, nah, that's not traveling. Wait, he, wait, the guy wants to stay at a Four Seasons? No, no, no. I'm saying, oh. what do you need to be rich to travel, right? You don't need to be rich to travel, right? Well, I think you, I think, I think do in you? order to, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I mean. You can't be people, poor and travel. Well, the people that you see traveling aren't, you know, most people aren't staying at Ritz's and, and doing, you know, right. guided tours of Antarctica and things like that. I mean, I think it costs a lot to get to Antarctica. But if you if you were just traveling, I mean, you you need money for train tickets, you need money for food, you need money for, you know, things like that. But you don't, you know, like you're that old. Stay in those damn hostels, you know, smoke yeah. some weed with two guys from Poland. You know, that's those are the stories you want. You stay at the Ritz. Everybody's like, you know, who's this dirty kid with a backpack? Exactly. 500 bucks a night for a closet. Well, and that's what I said it too, is if you, you know, you, you know, you don't just go with no money, obviously, but you, you, you well, he's got you parents. Say, They've been paying for him for years. They can just pay for another <laughs> year and go travel around, well, get shot or, at a few times, end up in a Turkish prison. You'd be, what a, what a story. Yeah. You know, that looks good on a resume. Where have you been for the last year? Uh, Istanbul, um, in a penitentiary, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I just thought it was interesting that at that age, you know, and he's got a good job and he's really good well, at let it. Let me ask you, tell me, tell me about this guy. Is he, is he fun to be around? Yeah. Is he, is he an outgoing, like, you know, you've got what it takes kid kind of guy? Well, or is he just, I mean, he's 23 know, years old. Kid number, right? I know, but like, would you, would you want to hang out with him? Would, can you see him being somebody oh, yeah. somewhere in the, in the, you know, or is he just, you know? I mean, hanging out is different. I mean, that you're twenty. I mean, come on, our kids are twenty three. So I mean, that yeah. kind of you know that kind of thing is. I liked him. You know, he's a New Yorker, so he he's really kind of got that hey, how you doing kind of thing, you know, and mm -hmm. whatever. But um, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> are you doing? You know, um, but no, he's a really hard worker, right? He's smart. He's you know he's really nice guy you know but i and i see what he's but i see him getting on that you know that 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 treadmill that that wheel right uh -huh. yeah of okay well you know i want to do this but i gotta really gotta you know i want to buckle down and i want i don't want to have to do this again next year i want to advance so i don't have to do this this project that i was helping him with and but, what but he doesn't he doesn't see that when he's 32 he's going to be working an 81 hour week and then when he's 40, he'll be. I don't think they think of it like, John, I don't think they mm. think like that. These young people, I don't think they, they, they don't think they're going to work 40 hours or 80 hours. They think, oh, I'm working 80 hours now so I can get to the point where I work 25 hours. And I mm. don't think they see that. They don't realize they're just being, they're just being trained to work exactly. 80 hours. Yeah, exactly. And I say, <laughs> well, yeah. And their bosses, I said, well, where's your boss now? Well, he's not in the office. I said, where is he? Oh, well, he's traveling. I said, he's traveling for work. Yeah, right, right. Well, yeah, because the one guy was telling me his boss, you know, he's home maybe six, maybe, you know, three to six days a month. And he's married and got kids. The rest of the time, he's just traveling around, you know, in the night, United States, you know, just looking mm -hmm. at telling, I, telling himself that I'm making all this money and one day I will do something else. But he never will, you know, until yeah. he has. And these are sports guys, though. So they're, you know, I mean, they they obviously enjoy it. I mean. It's. I think it's different than it is with with actors and writers and all yeah. that stuff. I mean, I they mean, yeah, they probably love going to ball games and hanging oh, yeah. out with hanging, yeah, 
in the clubhouse and, you know, and taking them out to dinner and, you know, going, okay, well, we're, you know, your contract's up in a year. We're going to get you $30 million next year for three years or whatever it is or some mm-hmm. crazy thing, you know? And I just, I mean, great. Was, you know, was like, Meg Ryan in Jerry Maguire, that movie? No. Look at me I, trying to tie it all back together. That's, that's, a, um, that's Renee Zellweger, who always looks like she's just about ready to cry. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I've learned. People work too hard. Yeah. Should to work work less. Take it easy. Yeah, but they also these young kids, they talk and they go, you know, how am I gonna afford a house? I mean, I'm, I'm you know, everything You're not. Costs- go live <laughs> in Croatia. That's what I'm thinking. Go go somewhere else, man. You know? I, just, I, I, I know. You're not I mean, what if you said you're not gonna be able to afford a house or you can't you can't afford one in LA and you'll have to do several notes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just have a different plan. Well, if the, if, if you want to travel, you know, I I would say this tell my own kids this. If you want to travel, you got some money in the bank, right? Just go. You know, yeah. you know yeah. how much how much can you spend? How long do you want to be gone? Going to be gone a year? Okay. How much are you going to be able to spend a month to travel? Do you have it? Right? Or maybe you don't go a year now. You only go six months. Right. Let's what say, let's do say I wanted to I wanted to travel the Caribbean myself. Well, you know, I'm not that going to traveling. Far. No, but I mean, what if <laughs> I got a sailboat? Not a big sailboat, like maybe a 20-foot sailboat. And I just went to every island in the Caribbean. <laughs> and just hung out you know that that sounds like if you're the sailing worst possible traveling experience you could ever have really a, a boat do you know how much hard work a boat is you think you know sit in front of a, a computer screen on a cubicle sucks you're on a boat and you don't know and you, you got i'm on a boat i'm drinking rum i'm listening to jimmy buffett well, on a cassette player obviously wind is blowing or not or whatever and I'm, you know i'm on my way from nassau to um saint somewhere else are you, you know. by yourself who's who's helping you you know i'm probably yeah. by myself because my wife would not do that <laughs> i keep telling her i want to live on a boat like a sunny crockett in miami vice mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing and, and yeah. she's like no i'm not living in a boat or a trailer it's not gonna happen i wouldn't mind doing a like like why like one like those really elite cruises of you know they're like ten people on this yacht mm-hmm. and this crew just takes care of you and clips your toenails and shit. But those really expensive, really. I'd like to help ones. raise the sail or swab the deck or things like that. Like be, you know, like a you're a guest and a crew member and that kind of thing. And we're you know there's a storm at sea. Everybody, uh, you know, tie yourself to the mast. And, Hang on. Here we go. Guys, we, you missed the component here I was saying. Those are things what rich people do, okay? You pay for that's that. That's what experience. I'm thinking. <laughs> exactly. No, that's no, that's heaven to me. Yeah, that's mm. heaven, but that's rich and, people. Yeah, and I'll do this symbolic thing that John's talking about where they pacify me with a, you know, here's a here's a mop. This is how you work. <laughs> and I do it for like five minutes and I go, okay, fuck it. What time's happy hour on this fucking thing? <laughs> yeah. Where's the bar? Where's the bar? Yeah. Right this, this right where, this way, sir. Where's I, the I jello shots? I did one of those cruises when I was... um. When I graduated high school, I went with a buddy of mine and his parents, his whole family, and we went on a windjammer barefoot cruise. You know, I don't know if you remember the the ads. So it's like a one of the last four masted sailing ships in the world. And it was a You got to do that? Yeah. Oh, it was great. And it was and it was that kind of thing. Like if for every wow. for every 30 minutes you worked on the boat, you got uh, a free 
rum punch cocktail. Like you could drink and swab the deck. And, you know, I didn't because I was 17 or whatever. But, you know, they had their games and, you know, chocolate muffins in the morning. And grownups are all drinking rum yeah, punches. Yeah. And you stop at these places and go snorkeling, go, you know, catch lobsters and cook them on the boat. And all kind of, it was it was really cool. That sounds like paradise to me. That just sounds oh, it was it was great. wonderful. And yeah, they don't do that the, anymore. They might still have. Oh, I, they must. I have got to be found expensive. The, I found the certificate from the Windjammer Barefoot Cruise. You know, I have survived this. Cruise Is that going to get you anywhere in life? Does it help? Yeah. Look at me now. <laughs> it could be all because of that. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I can we picture in these job interviews. Wait a minute. You did a Windjammer Cruise. Why didn't, Welcome you aboard. Lead, why didn't you lead with that you stupid ass i wonder if they have that actually i could do that how long was this thing though how long was this cruise a week two weeks a month no it was yeah well, a week five days something like that oh, okay, it was just that. you you'd fly down to the you know nassau get on a boat go around to some other of those uh islands in the you know grand bahamas eleuthera those kind of places and then you um yeah. yeah I don't know if I can be on. I can do that. I mean, weeks okay. The, but the, I don't we slept in a, this buddy of mine and his little brother stayed in a kind of a, a bunk room with like three other guys, three other yeah. adult men, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, you know, it's like where the crew slept. And I guess they had, they had better quarters for, you know, whatever. But it was, you know, we're just kids. It didn't matter. And um, I remember that the shower was, you push a button and cold water comes out and you let the button off and there's no cold. It's like, you know, you go down to the beach in LA and take a shower like that. So it was, like uh, that was the shower. Yeah. That was the, you're like, whoa, soap up a little bit, squirt, you're, you know, you're done. So you weren't, wow. you know, it was, it was kind of piratey. You weren't very clean. The, you know, the ocean was probably when you got the cleanest, but um, yeah, I, I dig that. You're not selling this to me. Cause I, I'm not, I'm not seeing the fun here, you mm. know? I don't know. You know, the we, rum we, punch thing looks like a lot of fun. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was all great. We've done we've done two cruises, not that kind of cruise. That kind of cruise sounds fantastic. But we've done two cruises and one, you know, all inclusive club med thing. Mm-hmm. Club the, those all inclusive stays like sandals or whatever. They're they're pretty great. You know? Yeah. The food, man. The chefs at the it was really great where we were. We were at in on Columbus Isle. The club med and it was really cool, pretty cool. Yeah, so when you can it? still you can still do a a windjammer barefoot cruise, and they start for like five days, um, like thirteen hundred bucks. That's not bad. That's it. Yeah. Well, you got to get there too. Well, you get right. yeah, shit. Yeah. You know what is that? That's no big deal. But yeah, there's all the pictures on the website, and you just. You're just at this beach and then that beach. And what if we, what if all three of us went? Is there a is there a geriatric version of this? Where as I know, look at the as I look at the people in the pictures, no steps. We, we would be in we would be in fine company. Yeah, we're just people, <laughs> guys like us, hoisting hoisting uh, coronas and rum punches, looking at you know snorkeling. And there's a picture of a pig swimming in the ocean. I don't know why a pig is swimming in the ocean, but yeah. Suck the right over. <laughs> they would love they would love our sea shanties we could make up a couple before we went but yeah it's one of those that's I mean, what we do for five days we just write fucking sea songs yeah <laughs> and just and record them for the when we come back and do the next podcast and it all it all has to be to that tune the the uh, national tune of ireland exactly <laughs> every every song is 
you know, three minutes of the longer 80 minute piece. <laughs> Barnacles and straw hats. That's what I aim to do. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. I'll, I'll do that with you. But uh, but I'm I'm going to I want to buy I want to go to Europe, buy a motorcycle and do a three month. Tour. Really? Yeah, I would do that. That would be a nice travel. Three experience. months seems like, you know, just uh, I drove around France, Holland, Belgium and that kind of stuff. I can't imagine doing that for three months. That's a long fucking time. I mean, well, yeah, but you're how many different countries in three months? You're you're, you're you could, almost, I think three months you could do them all. Yeah. And you would. You do I would want to a week. Yeah. You no, just but mo- you would have motorcycle. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it is kind of a haul from, say, Lisbon, Portugal to um, Krakow. Yeah, you know, somewhere like that, or from Sicily to uh, Finland, you know that would be a haul. That's, yeah. that's a few days. Yeah. Well, guys, you think about it, on a motorcycle on unfamiliar roads, whatever, right? Who who knows what kind of bike? You're not going very far every day. What are you going? 150 miles? No, you could. You know what? Their uh, yeah. their highway system is just like ours. You're right, just, but you're going to want to go and stop and being on a bike no, all day. You know is what? Not you're going to you, man, you're going to get you're going to get tired of that. You're going to be like, "Fuck, I'm going to um Flusenhofen and uh, you know, or die." You know, I'm tired. I can't ha- I can't take any more of this Italian food. I've got to get to Germany. And you just zip right. across the Alps, you know, that Right. Kind of thing. And then and then, you know, your you, wife hanging on the back of the motorcycle freezing oh, she cold, ain't going. complaining no, the whole no, time. No, she's yeah. not oh, going. No, oh, she's okay. not going with me. No. David Danny, it's so cold, and I want to pull over, and I, I need a bath. I'm going. I need you uh, to get a Volkswagen. I'll find golf. a hose somewhere. No, I think I would rather do that. Of course, obviously, you got to do it when the weather's decent. So it'd be obviously a three month summer cruise or summer trip. But I think that would be fun, you know. And then when you're done, you sell the bike, and you know, you often go somewhere else, do something, go back home. Whatever. I wonder if you could put your bike on a train, so you could like I'd, I'm going from, you know, Rome to. Um, why would you do that though? Just because so you're, you're gonna... been, your ass is tired, man. You've been you've been riding that bike every day for months. You know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna just flop in the whatever and get my get my bike yeah. off the cargo part of the train. That that would be interesting. Yeah, that'd be interesting, right? Maybe we could start that business, and we'll just buy a bunch of motorcycles and a bunch of pl- train tickets and stuff, and then yeah, and then rich kids like the one that. You know, twenty-three year old, and like, all right, we'll yeah, see. we'll we'll rent you this motorcycle, and it's going to be a ton of money, and you got to bring it back, and we don't care if you crashed it because I got, you know, Raul will fix it up. You yeah, know, here and see, that's the thing is like riding the bike is like you're traveling, and all of a sudden, you know, something happens to the bike. What are you going to do then? You're in the middle of nowhere with no bike mechanic, so you know you'd carry things with you. Like you know what? You know, Here's the thing: extra clutch cables yeah, or something yeah. like that. Kid, you if know? you're if you're yeah. renting my motorcycle and it breaks down halfway between Etrete and Giverny, um, <laughs> find a place to fucking spend the night, and then yeah. you know I'll get I'll get up there with another motorcycle for you in a day or two. Don't worry. Yeah. And you just and you just got your van. With a motorcycle, and you just drive from, you know, your home base in Paris, and that's just the cost of doing business. Yeah, because you got eleven of them; doesn't matter. Because right. they don't have to be big fancy Harleys; they could just be a. No, you don't want those. Yeah, just no, get a, want... just get a beater. Yeah, you want a BMW, you know, and you'd probably get a BMW touring bike or something like that that's comfortable and easy and not monsterly heavily and heavy and all that stuff. You know. Yeah, get a whole bunch of those Africa twins, and you could just ride them over anything. 
Yeah, that'd be the way to go. Oh, okay, that's people. great. That's mm. another, this this podcast. If we go back <laughs> the past 124 episodes, just think of all the great business ideas we've come up with. So today's is motorcycle rentals and living in Europe for Danny. Yeah, there we go. And I'll do I'll do sailboats in the Caribbean. Yeah. Also, this is well, and Kelly can do uh, old trucks mine? in uh, Southern California. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kelly no, will I, be. Uh... Kelly will be. Don't be a doctor. Canadian farm vehicles. I told you I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to start a business where I would go walk around campsites with a, a backpack with a sprayer on it, you know, and I just spray people's crotches because they're camping <laughs> and there's no showers. And just yeah, there, I could make a lot of money. Three bucks. Bend over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. I know. There's no judgment. Whatever's going on down yeah. there, that matter. I'll just keep. Yeah. I'll and just you keep have spray a until the water runs clean. I don't care what kind of sores I see, nothing. Just you know, and you bring a hair dryer to 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 blow dry, so it <laughs> it would be bend and blow. You know, where's, bend where, and blow. Where's oh. the bend and blow guy? Right. You know, here he comes now. The bend and blow. Bend, bend and blow. And, bend bend and, and blow, Joe. Hi, I'm bend and blow, Joe. <laughs> and then you, and then you get somebody like who does have the sores. You know, sores. You could say, uh, I do have a, a scraping fee in, you know, in addition. So like bend, blow, and scrape. Right, <laughs> you you bend, blow, and back teen. I'm gonna put. I'm just gonna just Q-tip a little bit on that. Oh one. shit! It'll heal right up. You're right, John. This is uh, this is this pod site is an entrepreneur's wet dream. I'm telling you right now. Man, yeah. we're like Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah, whatever the opposite of Shark Tank is, absolutely. Like those guys on Shark Tank are like, you know, what's your What's your return on investment? What are your total sales? I don't think about any of that. I'm like, no, you know, that's that's pretty but, cool, or that's not very cool. Yeah, I I don't want to invest. Yeah, we're 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 like we're we don't rate ourselves on our our value, you know, whatever a profit and you know, loss value. We're we're about how much fun are we going to have, right? Yeah, you know, what's the perks, right? How how many laughs can I get? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, you know, it's like it's like my wife making these gnomes, right? So she's been. I think she, she has just, a problem. No, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, we're we're selling them online on the stupid Etsy store. But she, every time she makes one, she just holds it up and just giggles to herself and says, "Oh, these are so cute!" And she just loves making them. And she's made, you know, made one for the people across the street that had a baby the other day, and then she's selling some online, and somebody's coming over jeff's coming over later to to pick up a couple after he's you know then he's gonna listen to the podcast so thanks for buying a couple jeff and then we sold one to a lady in wisconsin or whatever and it's like you know she loves making them and they're they're cute and fun and that's that's what work should be about don't do an 80 hour week make something that makes you laugh Is, are, are they all the same no no they're it's it's kind of the same pattern for the beard. Like you, you cut it out of this fake fur and you got a long white beard, but then she makes the hats out of either red wool felt or some old sweater. Like we have all these old sweaters that yeah, we bought yeah. at um, thrift stores when thrift stores used to be good. And you wash them and dry them until they just condense down to bulletproof wool, you know? <laughs> so we have all these that she, that she was making purses and stuff and just kind of stopped with that. But so there's like a bunch of leftover sleeves. So you just take them and you cut out and, you know, sew them together and you got a, you know, kind of a Christmassy sweater that is now a little bitty elf hat with a little poof on the end or whatever. And it's just, Wait, you could actually you? take, you could do custom orders. You could like, yeah. Hey, this was my favorite shirt. 
when I was 16 years oh, old. Yeah. Or yeah, my yeah. baby or my baby blanket. <laughs> You know? Or this is the actual beard we cut off my husband's body mm. when he passed. Mm. Oh yeah, shit, that would be great. Yeah, how about that leather, leather made from a loved one. <laughs> like if you just <laughs> in past episodes. So I, I, I have a, a thing about mortuaries and you know funeral homes and things like that. So I, you know, I came up with my, you know, old folks kind of, uh, you know, cream mobile crematorium. That was a good idea. That kind of. Oh thing. yeah. So, so how about this? You could it's called still, a flamethrower. Yeah, so you can still have an open <laughs> casket funeral for the for the loved ones, but you hire some of my, I don't know, maybe uh, crafty experts or whatever, and they just cut all the skin off of your loved one's back like a nice big sheet, and then you could use that for crafts, make a purse, some shoes, belts, things like that. And it's like what a what an unusual hat band you have. Oh, yeah. I, th well, I think I saw grandpa. this movie. It was called Silence of the Lambs. Wasn't it not? You know? Yeah, well, you don't <laughs> not eaten anything. But just well, think about know, it. He I was mean, making they're... a suit out of people. You're, you're, you're yeah, cutting. sure. I mean, you know what? You could. <laughs> I mean, that, that just the just the back. Like if you were like you've been sick for a long time, you lost a lot of weight. So it's re there's a lot of extra. <laughs> oh, my God. You know? And then you just kind of cut off a big <laughs> oval, put the suit on them, put them in the open casket. Nobody's the wiser, you know. Yeah, yeah. They dig they dig up things from you know forest lawn thousand years and like why didn't why didn't none of these people have back skin? And like, <laughs> oh that was that that was that trend in the 2030s where yeah. Did you ever hear of the cocktail hour? Well, those three guys <laughs> they started took, a worldwide phenomenon and took the funeral business by storm. <laughs> well, you know what? It's that that's the kind of disruptive thing that so here's the thing. Your loved one dies and the crappy casket costs 6,500 bucks. And you're like, oh, I don't want to, you know, aunt so-and-so, you know, she was always mean to me. I don't want to pay that kind of thing. But I'll give you $500 off for a big piece of her skin. <laughs> and there's like, you know, you won't know about it or anything like that. But just, you know. She like, won't feel a thing. Yeah. Sign this form. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if you're interested, please step over into our leather workshop adjacent to the, you know. To the more and, and what what do you want the skin for oh, upholstery and shit yeah you should see my 68 lincoln <laughs> oh geez. and the next thing you're going to want to do is take like hair off the balls and put it on these beards and gnomes and that be just shit that is a great idea <laughs> just shit. you got yeah. this old, <laughs> old man uniball i mean there's just a, there's a lot of extra skin there and, it's and got, what would you call that gnome yeah ballsy you know nut, nut gnome. <laughs> <laughs> nut gnome. testy ted yeah <laughs> the grumpy gnome <laughs> yeah the gnome dome <laughs> yeah yeah this gnome's a little thin in the beard well we we, we ran out of, we ran out of right. wool you know so so we put elbow skin on him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. You, every, you can take him anywhere, though. I mean, you know, yeah. yeah. Every, every body part has like a, like elbow, you know, assholes, those kind of things, you, all kinds of things. We're like the Indians. We use every part. <laughs> <laughs> we make glue out of the fingernails. Fuck yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I remember I went to a, um, like a flea market thing in North Georgia one time and they, and they have like, you know, jackalopes, you know, bunny rabbit with antlers and things like that, you know, yeah. fake animals or whatever. And one of them was the swamp monkey. 
and and it had you know eyes and kind of a weird mouth and and fur on its face and it was actually the rear end of a deer and its <laughs> mouth was the asshole it had like been stretched and pulled around and had like you know deer what? eyes yeah Are you serious yeah you could get one yeah it's swamp yeah. swamp monkey i think it was called yeah uh, oh yeah or pinchy google on. that or puckery mm-hmm. oh yeah it was it was kind of a, it was very very dark lips and weird little teeth in there. That's that's my puck pucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm gonna be thinking about that all day. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you a picture. Oh, I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you. We are just. We are on the cutting edge of so many things. Right? Holy shit! I'm telling you. Um. Uh, well, I, I I'm glad you know the missus is doing the gnomes. It's it, it you know I'm I'm I, I'm. I can't wait to see one, you know? Yeah. You know, maybe, uh, maybe I think I saw some last night. Am I right? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, we had some pictures, but I think I'll, uh, maybe there'll be one in your stocking this year. They kind of look like George C. Scott. If you let himself go (laughs) with a pointy hat. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I'm glad you got you. I'm glad you got your, uh, your craft fix going on that, that was you know i was a little worried about you when you had the covid and you couldn't do anything you were quarantined and you know i think i did see a picture of you somewhere sitting oh, yeah. there making making cutting, yeah cutting out misses. cutting out beards or sewing little uh little felt hats i was a little a little, little concerned that the, the covid had gone to your brain kind of like oh, syphilis very, you know it's very it's very no. relaxing to sit around and, and do that kind of thing sure oh and profitable Mm, I'm not profit. gonna. I'm not gonna say it's profitable yet. <laughs> How much you sell a gnome for on Etsy? Uh, Four hundred dollars, fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> and are people buying them? Yeah, I'm sold about six. Wow, really? So, and then I'm you probably... and then you you go to the post office and ship it, or what? Oh yeah, I have. You know, if you guys need something shipped, I've got ship. I've got home based shipping down. I don't have. Okay, I don't have nearly enough boxes and envelopes and that kind of stuff. But I, I just print out the shipping label. And my wife does a little uh, note card, you know. Thanks for buying our little note. And then where? The but then where? Where do you? What do you do with it? I can I can either give it to my mailman because it's no big deal. Here, Mark, you know, take it, or I can just go run to the post office, drop it off, no big deal. Can, couldn't you drop it in a in the in the mailbox? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's just a it's just a little envelope. But but if you're sending to another country, you'd have to put the customs declaration on it, right? I only sell to America. American made America. Cause I, you know, the thing is you get, you know, we, we made this movie that I sold all those DVDs of back in the day and I sold them all over the world and shipped, yeah. you know, and there, there's something changed during, during those years where, you know, selling to America, the shipping was, you know, like maybe three bucks or something just in the mail, CD in the mail, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, but when you would go outside, some it went from like five dollars to eleven dollars. I mean, it just it just didn't become profitable to sell a movie for nine ninety nine and then ten bucks to ship it. So yeah, yeah, you know that kind of thing. But um, yeah, I, I it's it, yeah, I don't want to fill out customs declarations and things like that, you know. And if you're a well to do foreigner, you know somebody in America that can just yeah. you know bulk all your stuff. I've sold I've sold things like speakers and stuff on eBay and some Chinese guy buys them and you send them down to Orange County to his brother-in-law and then they package it all up and send Oh it really? Them. Yeah, yeah. It's, do it's you do you know how that works like you know how how if you're a company you can hire Amazon to handle your shipping and orders. Yeah. Well, 
it, okay, let's say I have a bunch of uh, uh, porcelain dolls that I make, mm -hmm. and I want to sell them. So I can talk to Amazon, and I and and does it work like this? Like I say, uh, I'm gonna gonna send it to. Uh, do I send them like a hundred of them, and they 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 just we're gonna we'll take care of it. We're gonna keep them in this warehouse in yeah, Illinois. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's two there's two ways to do it because I did that with my fishing pole stand. I talked to Amazon, and okay. So if you have a lot, like you know, thousands or hundreds of thing units that you want to sell, whether they're you know pizza ovens or you know ceramic figurines, you or can gnomes. or gnomes or whatever you want, you can send them to Amazon you know, warehousing and they will decide where the best place to put oh, them. Okay. And, and you can truck them somewhere. You can, you know, deliver them to yourself. You can ship them and then they'll, they'll for a fee, they will house package and ship for you. So they, when you sell it on Amazon, they take, you know, 20%, 30%, something like that. When you ship with them, they take more. So, I mean, there, there is a, point where it becomes profitable because you got you're moving so many units and you make a few bucks on each one and then you don't have to do anything and it you know, sells itself right but then there's also like if you had 20 figurines you wanted to do you'd be better off just advertising them on amazon and fulfilling the orders yourself got it i never yeah. understood how they were okay yeah so you i mean amazon will do whatever they would they would like to have your product they'd like to make money off your product and if your product gets really famous and everybody wants it then they will make the exact same thing and charge half price mm. and run you out of business because that's their that's their right. model though they right. they claim yeah. that's not the case but yeah I, I use this thing called pirate ship and so okay. they have discounted ups and uh post office rates you save like you know half 20 percent or whatever and so you just print out a, you just print out a label and there you go on etsy or ebay or things like that you you can use their discount to print out a label, just tape it on your package and hmm. whatever you can schedule a UPS to come pick up. If they don't pick up at your house regularly, you can go to the little um, pack and ship place around the corner from me here yeah. and just drop it, drop it off. You don't have to engage with them at all. You just put it on a shelf and it goes. Okay. I hate going to the UPS store because the UPS store here around the corner, those people are just so miserable. I just can't, Staying mm -hmm. going in there because they're just like people are just dropping off just tons of shit, not packaged. And the place up. is so small. Yeah. yeah. And the and it's just this husband and wife, and they're like, What do you want? And it's like, Well, I'm just here to drop off a bunch of shit that you gotta take care of. Uh, but just throw it in that pile. Yeah. I know. I've I've gone there, yeah. Yeah. I like I like that Amazon has allowed you to go to Whole Foods and return crap because I, I remember buying things from Amazon like counterfeit products that were advertised as absolutely real and mm -hmm. you, know, you pay three dollars for a usb extender or whatever and it's there's nothing in there that, that extends anything it's just a shell and so i paid two dollars for it and to return it would have been seven dollars and so you're just like oh fuck you but now you can just go to whole foods and beep beep and, and for only six dollars worth of gas to drive there it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just don't, the moral of that is just don't buy shit. You don't really know what you're getting. Well, that's the thing. Like you, you, you email Amazon and you're like, I bought these Apple ear pods, you know, whatever. And they're, they're totally fake. And they're mm -hmm. like, well, you need to take that up with the Chinese manufacturer. We are not a store. We are just a marketplace. So they, they have absolved themselves of any responsibility. You could be <laughs> bu buying black market stuff, 
you know, yeah. like I could spend a whole episode talking about how much I hate Amazon and still use them. So I'm, I'm not a hypocrite. I'm just a complainer, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, screw those guys. You know, something about Amazon changed because I used to, it seemed like I used to be able to take, take when I was going to return something, I would just take it to Whole Foods mm-hmm. no matter what. And now when I have to do a return, it's like they say, well, no, we're, we're going to send you a UPS label or whatever. And you have to take it to UPS. Hmm. No, wait, when I've, when I've done Maybe it recently, it you, you go to the app on your phone and you say, I want to do a return. Yeah. And then there's, they have like That's a little, uh, a little barcode on your phone and you just show it to that lady. At Whole Foods. At Whole Foods, yeah, in the parking lot. Yeah. But it doesn't work with every time. I mean, like huh. I said, some, they've changed oh, it. It seems, seems like sometimes, and I, and I said, well, can't I just return to Whole Foods? They go, not this one because we I'm didn't about, sell it or something. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I guess, if yeah, if you bought it yeah. from, uh, you know, somebody weird, then, right. Yeah. And you, know, and you never know. You, am I buying this from Amazon? Am I buying this from, you know, criminal organization? Those, those kind of things. Well, no, you can look on under the price and it says sold by Amazon. If it's right, no, that that doesn't mean. Yeah, I don't know. Fulfilled by Amazon, sold by somebody else. You know, you can, right. you can or tell. Or vice like, versa. I, I want to buy these underwear. Well, they they're from Yeljans Incorporated. Like, mm. where mm. where the hell is that coming from? Yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah. Well, Merry see, Chris, Merry well, Christmas, guys. Yeah, yeah. This was a this is a good one. Lots of informative information. I tell you. <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're changing lives every Saturday at this time, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's un- unfortunately, I can't. See, we just we can't see the progress of our listeners. You know, you know, I got a, I got a little a little um twenty twenty two in review, and we had um fifty percent increase in listeners or something fifty one percent over the past year. And whoa, um, yeah. So thanks everybody. Thank you for listening. Yeah, for 13 seasons of uh, Cocktail Hour. (laughs) Longest running podcast in the world. Yeah. (laughs) All right. See you guys later. Take care, everyone. Later. You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night's through.